We're at the uh, top of Yud Chalim Abed. Bezrat Hashem will finish the parak today. Remember, we're talking about these different days uh, from Megillah Tani to the days before and the days after. So we asked, uh, we just said that Rabbi Yochanan says the halachas to Rabbi Yossi. So Gemara says, Mi Amar Rabbi Yochanan Hachi. This is the very Bami Yochem and Aleph. Did Rabbi Yochanan really say this? Okay. Now, what do we mean? We have Amar Rabbi Yochanan Halachas like the Stam Mishnah. But Rabbi Yochanan said, I think we did this yesterday. Halachas like the Stam Mishnah. Uchnanim, we learned there. Alva Bishamu Makti Min Velo Macharin. Even though we said when it comes to Megillah, remember we have this idea of Megillah, that for the people who lived in like these villages who weren't able, didn't have easy access to the creator Megillah, so they could read the Megillah on m- m- market days, Mondays or Thursdays that preceded uh, normal Purim. Okay? And that's why the, the first mission of Megillah explains that there's a possibility of reading the Megillah not just the 14th or the 15th of Adar, but all the way back to the 11th, 12th, or 13th of Adar. Okay? But it says, even though we said there, Makdimim Vilomacharim, we only do it, we only push it earlier. We're not going to say, if Purim falls out, let's say, on a, uh, on a Tuesday, so we're not going to say, oh, push it later and have them read on the 16th of Adar on the, th- on the following Thursday. We're not going to say that. Okay? But nonetheless, even though we said that you can do it earlier, on the top here, Mutarim Tanit. But then nonetheless, they're allowed to do Hespade and Tanit. So what are we talking about there? So Gemara says, Eimat. When is this true? Now we're, again, we're trying to clarify what the shot in that Gemara and that in that Mishnah is. That Mishnah is the Sam Mishnah. Presumably Rabbi Yochanan holds like that. So if you can figure up shot there, we'll see what Rabbi Yochanan actually holds, and let's see it might not be like Rabbi Yochanan holds here. That's the that's the sequence of the shot, the Kashi here. Okay? If you're telling me these are people who should normally read on the 15th, and they read on the 14th, umishari, is that permissible? Meaning, is it, um, one second, Rashi says, um, would that even be theoretically possible, uh, possible that anyone who reads on the 15th normally could be permitted, when we say permitted, we mean permitted to fast and have eulogies on the 14th? Or, right on a regular Purim day, right? So these are again, like you guys are going to be in Yerushalayim this year, yeah? So you're B'nai, you're B'nai Ted Vav. Isn't Purim a significant day for you? The Gemara says, "Ve'aktiv Megillah Tanid," but it's written in Megillah Tanid itself. Yom Arba Asar Bo, Yom Chamisha Asar Bo, Yom Puraya Inun Delo Lemisbit Bahon. Right? That it identifies both the 14th and the 15th of Adar as being days where you can do Hasbin Tani. He doesn't make a difference where you are. I live in a place where I celebrate the 14th of Purim. Uh, 14th of Adar. You guys are in a place where you celebrate the 15th. But both of us can treat both those days in a significant way. And we can, I can do fast days on the 15th, and you can do fast days on the 14th. So that can't be shot in the in the Mishnah. Uh, Rabbi Rabbi says, Rabbi says, this was necessary in Megillah Tani to tell you that it's not just the people themselves who are observing it, but the other group also is us. So the Elas, or rather, what are we talking about? B'nai Ar Besar. Maybe we're talking about people who should really be on the 14th. The Kikari Le Bitzlesar. And they're going to end up being on the 13th. For example, if uh, the 14th falls out on uh, Tuesday, so they'll end up reading on Monday, which is the 13th. 
But the Gemara says, no, but Yom Nikanor who? That's Yom Nikanor. We'll talk more about Yom Nikanor later, okay? That's also a special day. So that can't be the day that we're saying they're allowed to have. Again, the Mishnah is saying they're allowed to have uh, Hespin and Ta'anit on these earlier reading days, but the third thing is Yom Nikanor. They can't do that. So maybe it is people who read in the fourth days normally, they're going to read on the 12th. What would that be? Let's say it's a, they, it's a Wednesday. Let's say Burbo's on a Wednesday. Two days earlier is Monday. That's the 12th, right? 14 by 2 is 12. Okay. But that's Yom Turinus soup. But of course, guys, everyone knows that's Yom Turinus, which we'll see more about also. Alala. So it can't be that either. So the Mishnah is saying you, you're allowed to fast. So again, so far we've eliminated. You can't, you can't fast on the 15th. You can't fast on the 14th. That's because it's straight up for him. You can't fast on the 13th because it's Yom uh, Nikonor. can't fast on the 12th because it's Yom Turinus. So what day is the Mishnah talking about that you're... Oh, don't worry about it. When you read the Megillah early, you're allowed to fast. Ella, love the Kakarle bit Chadesar. It's uh, it's uh, the 11th. Okay, has work on the 11th. Burn falls out. If you dollar falls out on a su- Sunday, yeah. Then they back it up to Thursday, which is three days earlier. Uh, makes sense. Saturday, Friday, Thursday. Yeah. Okay. And you're saying it's, it's the 11th, and it says you're allowed to do Hasbin and Tamit. Okay. So that is what, uh, so if that's the case, the point is, if that's the case, uh, let me see the Rashi for one second. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. One second. Oh, so we say, Rashi points out, so Shema Mina, we can learn from here, the Afagavju Yom Shilifnei Turinos, Shari Behasvei What we're saying is, even though it's the day before the Yom Turinos, remember Yom Turinos is on Monday, this is the day before, it seems that you're still allowed to do fasting and eulogizing, but Rabbi Yochanan Pasuk, like Rabbi Yochanan says, the day before these holidays, it's also usher to do those things. So Rabbi Yochanan can't have it both ways. He can't say the halachas like Stam Mishnah, who says that the 11th should be mutter, even though it's the day before, and also say the days before are usher to do Hasbid and Tani. Yeah? So that's, like, that's the contradiction here. So Gemara says, low. No, don't worry about it. It's really Bnei Arba Asar Karoli Betreisar. It's really the, the go back to the, to the people who are reading on the 12th. We took Amber Yom Turinosu, and if you say, ah, but it's Yom Turinos, so they should be allowed to fast. I shouldn't be allowed to fast, excuse me. He says, Yom Turinos Gufa Betule Batlu. No, Yom Turinos was nullified. It was nullified. When this, I guess by the time this Mishnah was being taught, Yom Turinus was already nullified. Why? Because his brother Shmaya and Achiyah were killed on that day. So whatever happy thing happened on Yom Turinus, it got eliminated because of other sad things that happened on that day. And therefore, there's no contradiction. Because Yom Turinus is no longer a day that should be prohibited. Okay. Kihad uh, Rav Nachman, as like this case of Rav Nachman, Gazar Ta'anizar Betresar, he declared a fast on Monday, uh, uh, excuse me, on the 12th. Amrulai Rabbanan, hey, they said to him, Yom Turinusu, hey, pay attention, this is Yom Turinus. Amrulahu, sorry, Yom Turinus, Gufe, Batule, Batuluhu, Hoel, Beneher, Gubo, Shmaya, Vachia, Echab. Okay, Yafet, so that's how we resolve that question. Mar says, well, not so fast. But you could still res- uh, go back and, and say, Yom Nikanor. There's still a difficulty, because the 12th of Adar, Right, we're saying, oh, so that's the day the Mishnah was saying you're allowed to fast. But why are you allowed to fast according to Rabbi Yochanan? It's the day before Yom Nikonor, which is the 13th. Amravashi, Hashta, Ihu, Gufe, Batluhu, 
So Ravashi says something very interesting. He says, look, the, the 12th of Adar, something happened that was so bad that they actually nullified a, a happy occasion, like ha- nullified the celebration of a happy occasion that happened on that day. So if they're already doing that, so we're going to say, oh, but because it's the day before Yom Nikonor, so we're going to make it usher to do those things? Like, that doesn't make sense. Or it doesn't really work, right? It must have been that so bad with that, but we just cut out that day completely. Okay? Fine. So, makes, that makes sense? Okay. What are these days? Oh, so right now. So, my Nikanor, my Torah. what are these days? Perfect question. Titania, we learned the bright time. Nikanor echad me'afer cheyevanim haya. Nikanor was like an officer of the Greeks. Every day, he would wave, I guess he was like a, like a general or something. He would wave his hands towards uh, Judea in Jerusalem. And he would say, When would this fall on my hands and I will crush it? And when the Chashmanaim came along and they defeated them, they cut off his thumbs and big toes. And they hung them by the gates of Jerusalem. I'm, I'm not sure if one per gate or like, I don't know. They said, This mouth that spoke with arrogance, and the hands that would wave about Jerusalem, like you should do, or maybe you, you've already done, uh, a, a vengeance. You take vengeance on those things. Okay, so that's Yom Tarandos. This guy Tarandos was like always talking smack to us, and finally we defeated him. So there's a special. Oh, Nikonor, sorry. So Nikonor, so we got, uh, so we defeated him, so uh, so that was a celebration. My Tarandos, sorry, what's Tarandos? I think Tarandos sounds like the word Trajan. You know, that's a Trajan, that Roman, Roman guy. Amru Akshabikesh Tarandos, Aharoga, the Lulinus Upapus Echabalutkia. So he wanted to kill these two guys, Lulinus and Papus, in Lutkia. Rashi says Lutkia is Lod. Amr Lahem, uh, he said to them as follows. If you are from the nation of Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, right, who were in the time of the first Beit HaMikdash, right, when Nebuchadnezzar's time, and they were saved, So he says, it's a very interesting uh, comment, right? He said, well, if your God's so great and you guys really belong to the Jewish people, so the same way he saved Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, so he'll save you. It's like, it's not my fault, but it's not my fault that you're going to die. It's like, obviously, it's God's will that you're going to die. Because if he really wants to help you, he can help you. Amr Lodi said, "Wait a second. Listen, this is a great answer." Chananim Mishael Be'Azariah Tadikim Gemurim Hayu. Wait. First of all, we're not Tadikim Gemurim. Chananim Mishael Be'Azariah are amazingly righteous people. Okay, they were worthy to have a miracle performed. Not us. But, and look at the next line. And Nebuchadnezzar was a righteous king. And it was actually suitable for, to have a, a, a miracle happen through him. Meaning, it's actually an interesting idea that even though we say Nebuchadnezzar was a Russia, right, but they're saying at least he was like a good king in a sense, like he was effective or whatever. He was uh, you know, worthy to be the king. So to have a miracle occur in his time made sense. But the Oto Russia, but that bad guy, meaning you, that evil person, had you too. You're just a simpleton. Okay, you're regular. Okay, and you're not worthy to have a miracle happen like around you. And we, we're so unworthy, we deserve death from Hashem. Hashem, I mean, from our perspective, we're always deserving of death before Hashem. We're, we're not righteous people. So, if you don't kill us, God has many ways. He has many people who can kill us, or many, you know, he can make a natural disaster. There's other ways God can, can get us. 
God has lots of bears and lions, you know, who can hurt us and kill us. I Meaning, there's lots of methods God has. If He wants to kill somebody, He can kill somebody. So, Ella, the only reason he said, rather, the only reason God is giving us over to your hands that you, Tyrannus, can kill us is Ella Shatidli Para. Is that he's going to ultimately demand like, the justice of our blood from your hands? Okay, so there's plan. Basically, their plan is like this is, this is their talk. So try to get themselves out again. Killed. It's like you know the only reason you're killing us is because God's letting you be the one to do it. But He's only letting you be the one to do it because He wants to be able to demand from you that you did something terrible. And yeah, that was her. That was her claim. So Gemara says, "Avo So even so, he killed them. So it didn't work. There's another gear that says it, they didn't say this part, but okay. Anyhow, miyad amru lo zazu mishama shabad yupli meroni patsu at mocho begizurin. So they said that uh, they didn't move from there until a uh, duply like a duo of guys came along from Rome and they smashed his uh, brain uh, with sticks and they killed him. So I guess uh, so. Tyrannus died. Point is that Tyrannus was killed, so we can celebrate the Tyrannus. Even though those two guys were killed, Tyrannus uh, was killed too, I guess. Um, one second. Um, yeah. Okay. Fine. So that was Yom Tyrannus. Okay, now it says, we don't start off uh, a sequence of fast days on the Thursday. And also, we also don't start them off on a, we don't do the fast days on a, on a Rosh Chodesh. Kavar says, what does it mean, for the Rosh Chodesh point, I guess. So, Ravacha Marshalosh. Ravacha says three. So, like, if you if you already have, th- like, a sequence of three fast days, and then only the next one will be Rosh Chodesh, so we keep the sequence going. Okay, even though it's Rosh Chodesh. Um, Rabbi Asi Amar Achat. He says one. As long as you have one in advance, so that'd be okay. Amar Rabbi Amar Rav Zodiv Rabbi Meir. That's all Rabbi Meir. Shamar Mishim Rabbi Shimon Megamliel. Or Rabbi Megamliel. Not clear from the Gersa. Avachachamim Omrim Bitanea Umashlim. Avachachamim say, no, what you do in that case is, in all cases, you would just um, fast, and then you'd be Mashlim the fast. Rashi says, Ad Chashecha. Back until nightfall. Mm. Take it back. I thought I knew what I meant before. I thought maybe you should fast it now, and then you'll and you'll, and you'll you'll make it up another time for that problem. But Darish Marzuchim is made the Rapuna Halacha Mitane Umashlim. So he says that's in fact the Halacha Mitane Umashlim. One second. Yeah. One second. Sorry. Yeah, I think it means that, yeah, that, the way that Rabbi Nechanan says here is, filu let's say, Shabbat, mashlim. So, like, the, the rule is, once you have the fast day, you, you do the fast day the normal way. Okay. Hajjan Lach said the Tani Kesad, Hajjan Lach said the Tani Kesad, Hajjan Lach said the Tani Kesad, so that's the Perak. So the first Perak took us a really long time to get to the end of. This one was much shorter. Let's just start the, the next Perak. So the Mishnah it's a very long Mishnah. We'll just do a little piece of it to get to the end of the Umban. Sidr Taniyot Elu Hamor Beriviyah Harishona. Okay, these uh, these Taniyot are all talking about the Riviyah. Riviyah here means like the rainfall, like the first rainfall. Okay, meaning the timing of when the first rainfall is, that's what we're talking about. Okay, so that's why we have this whole delayed period. You wait around, you see, you know, whatever, like, you know, different things are. About smachim sheshanu, that we have uh, plants, like, you know, that are, that are, uh, that change their appearance. And I guess that change their appearance means that, like, they look like they're not going well. Raja says, shenishanu mimin hagam tachat chita yatza chowach, tachat sarah ba'asha. Uh, meaning like there's something's wrong with like the way the plants are supposed to go. 
So then So then you start, you blow the shofar immediately. Okay, and you start to respond immediately. Okay, so that's a, that's an idea there. Um, right, also, if there's a, 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 a delay between uh, rainfalls of 40 days, I meaning after one rainfall, you say, okay, great, we're in the clear. But then there's 40 days without rain, again, I think it should say miyad. We immediately blow the shofar to start doing the fast days. Because that is a, a strike of batsori, the drought. Okay? That's the sign of drought. Yardu l'tzmachim if rain fell in a way that was appropriate for plant life, but not for trees, or or for trees, but not for plants, or for both plants and trees, but not to fill up like the cisterns and, and things like that, and, and caves and uh, things like that, again, so that we also, like, we start to get very, you know, we get nervous, meaning like a little bit of rainfall is very nice, but like, it's still that that could still be panic, you know, panic mode. Because if it's not enough rain to really like give us enough rain for the season, we're in trouble. Also, an individual city that doesn't have rain falling for it. As the Pasuk says, like I'll make there be rain for one city and for another city I won't. Meaning Hashem sort of saying, like I'll uh, I'll make the rainfall very precise for good or for bad. Um, Right, like one part will have uh, one part will have rain. So moving to your So that city that's not getting the rainfall it needs does fasting and the true oath. But all these the surrounding areas maybe they'll do fasting, but not necessarily the true oath. We'll talk more about that. Uh, we'll start with that on Sunday.